Welcome to Digital Stratosphere, the podcast that helps organizations throughout the world with their digital transformation journeys. Here, you will find independent and technology agnostic advice with no software vendor sales spin to help you make the best decisions for your organization. Whether you are in the process of selecting technology, in the midst of your transformation, or trying to get your initiative back on track, Digital Stratosphere provides expertise and best practices to help. Business requirements are the foundation for any sort of digital transformation or ERP implementation. What exactly are business requirements? That's what I want to talk about here today. My name is Eric Kimberling. I'm the CEO of Third Stage Consulting. We're an independent consulting firm that helps clients throughout the world reach their third stage of digital transformation success. And one of the most important foundational, fundamental things with a digital transformation or ERP implementation is ensuring that you have the right set of business requirements to help drive the project. There's a lot of benefits of having a solid set of business requirements, but it can also be complex and confusing and overwhelming to some organizations. So what I want to do today is talk about what business requirements are as well as how they're used throughout successful digital transformations. If you're looking for more ideas on how not only business requirements, but other aspects of digital transformations can help ensure that you're successful, I encourage you to read my book called Lessons from 1000 ERP Implementations. It's a ebook that you can download for free on our website. It talks about some tips and lessons from past implementations that we've been involved with. You can read that book by scanning the QR code in front of you, or you can go to the links below. Probably the most important way that business requirements help enable a digital transformation is that it really articulates what the needs from a business perspective are for the software deployment. In other words, it defines what it is we want the software to do, and then it gives us a set of criteria to not only select the right software, but also implement it. So one of the things we have to do as an organization is figure out not only what we're doing today, looking at the current state, understanding what we do well, what the strengths are, Inevitably, there's going to be things that we want to preserve and build on within our organization. What are those things that we have today that we know are working well and we want to preserve? Second thing we want to look at is what are the pain points within the current state? In other words, what are the things we know we want to change or the things we know are broken and the opportunities for improvement? That helps us define what the future state might be, which leads to the third thing, which is now defining what your future state business requirements are. So we want to be clear and careful that we don't just define requirements in the context of today but we use the requirements in the context of today to help us define what the future state should look like. So it's sort of a hybrid approach where we start with current state, look at what's working, what's not, then define what it is we want the future state to be. Now, the best way to go through this exercise is to really look at your end-to-end -end business processes. If you start there, that's generally a good way to get to the business requirements you need. So here's where we look at what the process is all the way from start to finish, order to cash, procure to pay, hire to retire, whatever the business process is you're looking at, you start at the beginning of the process and work your way through. And ultimately, as you're defining each of the steps in your current state as well as your future state, that's what's gonna lead you to define your requirements in a more clear and detailed way. In addition to looking at your business processes and your business requirements, another set of business requirements is gonna be related to your technological needs. It may sound counterintuitive because I'm talking about technology, not business needs, but generally speaking, you want to prioritize and focus on business requirements and the business process-based requirements first, but you don't want to forget about the technological requirements. So here's where we look at things like, what is it we have in our current infrastructure? What can our current IT department support? What do we want our future IT department to look like? And based on that, what kind of technological requirements do we have? 
For example, a lot of clients we work with are Microsoft shops. They use a lot of different Microsoft tools like Power BI and SharePoint and Microsoft Office and other solutions. They may even be using a legacy Microsoft ERP system. And a lot of times you build these competencies and this comfort level with that technological stack. So that wouldn't necessarily say that you need to go find a Microsoft solution in this example, but it could give you a set of requirements of what that might help you find the software that gives you the best fit with what it is you have today and what you're building for the future. So you want to look at these technological needs, not just from a software perspective, but also from an organizational skill perspective. What competencies do we have in-house that we can build on in defining the new business requirements and new processes going forward? If you are trying to achieve digital transformation success, turn to Third Stage Consulting Group. Third Stage's independent and technology agnostic consulting team helps clients define their digital strategies, select the right software, and manage their implementations. With offices in the U.S., Europe, and Australia, our team helps the world's most forward-thinking organizations through their transformation pitfalls and risks. Whether you are embarking on an ERP, HCM, CRM, supply chain management, or any other digital transformation, contact Third Stage Consulting to see how we can help you reach the third stage of transformation success. Learn more about us and download independent reports, videos, and other best practices at thirdstage-consulting.com. Now, in addition to the definition of business requirements, which I've talked about so far, it's also important to look at how these business requirements are used or should be used in a digital transformation. The first thing they're used for is to help evaluate and select the technology or technologies that are going to enable your digital transformation. So here's where we evaluate potential software options against what our business needs are, and we use that as a way to objectively evaluate which software softwares might be the best fit for our organization. Once we've selected the software, business requirements arguably become even more important during implementation. It's helpful to think about this from a requirements traceability perspective. So if you think about it, if you have, say, a thousand business requirements you've defined as part of your evaluation process, now you can use those same 1,000 requirements to make sure that you design and implement the software in a way that meets those business requirements. Too often what happens is we use our business requirements to find the best software, we put the requirements on a shelf, and then we go start building and deploying software without really going back to the Bible, if you will, of how we want to deploy the software. So it's really important that we use those business requirements to ensure that we keep the project on track, we deliver what we said we would, and ultimately it also helps us make sure that we have project governance and controls in place because now we can say we're going to focus on these business requirements and if there's something that's out of scope or something that's a nice feature or bell and whistle but doesn't help us achieve our business requirements, we might decide that we're going to set that aside and maybe push that to a later phase or just never deploy that capability. So business requirements are used not only during evaluation and selection but also during implementation. However, business requirements need to be prioritized differently whether you're evaluating software or deploying the software, and that's what I'm gonna talk about next. It's also very important to prioritize your business requirements. You might have a thousand business requirements, let's just say, but it might be that only 100 or 200 of those are really critical deal-breaking sort of requirements. The other 800 might be important, but they're just not as important. Now, let's break this into two phases. You have your software evaluation and selection, and then you have the implementation. 
during software evaluation and selection, you're going to focus on the highest priority requirements. If you have a thousand requirements, you're probably not going to treat all those requirements equally. You might narrow it down to those 200 requirements that are the most important in helping you select the right software. Once you've selected the right software, then you look at the full suite of requirements to ensure that the software can do all those things as you deploy it. Now, the best way to prioritize requirements during the evaluation and selection is to look at things that meet two criteria. One is it's a requirement that is critical to your business. It's a key competitive differentiator and it's something you absolutely have to have. That's one criteria. The second criteria is, is it something that differentiates the different software solutions in the marketplace? So in other words, it could be that the requirement is critical to your business, but if every software solution out there for the most part can do that, you might deprioritize that, not because it's not important, but because you know you're gonna get that in any sort of technology you deploy. But if it meets both of those criteria, you're absolutely gonna to want to use that as an evaluation criteria to ensure you find the right software without getting caught up in analysis paralysis. If you focus too much on the entire suite of requirements during the selection process, it's gonna be very difficult, if not impossible, to get to a consensus and a decision on what the right software is, and you're just gonna get overwhelmed as an organization. But when you get to implementation, you do wanna to get to all that detail. You wanna make sure that you've traced all those requirements to the implementation and that you've met those needs, or if for some reason you find some gaps in those detailed requirements as you're deploying it, you figure out what you're gonna to do to address it. Maybe you are willing to compromise on that requirement, or maybe you need a third-party bolt-on system to address the needs that you're not getting out of the current technology you're deploying. So this prioritization is arguably one of the more important aspects of defining business requirements. It might be even just as important as the requirement itself is what's the priority of that requirement. So I hope this has given you some good guidance on what business requirements are and how they relate to digital transformations and ERP implementations. If you'd like to learn more about what makes ERP implementations and digital transformation projects successful, I encourage you to read my book called Lessons from 1000 Digital Transformations. You can read that book by scanning the QR code in front of you or you can go to the links below. So I hope you found this information useful and I hope you have a great day. Learn more about us and download independent reports, videos, and other best practices at thirdstage-consulting.com.